The SaaS Universe podcast is brought to you by Efficient Capital Labs. Realize your future revenue today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the SaaS Universe podcast. Today, Joseph Abraham, founder and CEO of Startup Atom, has a one-on-one with Kumar Mayank, CEO and founder of Zimeo. In the HR tech space, Zimeo offers businesses an end-to-end platform for HR, payroll, performance, engagement, and employee benefits. Zimeo's solutions have enabled hundreds of organizations to improve their key metrics by minimizing their employee onboarding time, turnover ratios, improved ESS procedures and help desk, and much more. Sit back and listen in as Joseph explores Mayank's journey. Enjoy. Hi, Mayank. It's so nice to have you on our show. I mean, it's, it's amazing to, to get to know. I mean, we were just having this quick chat and I'm so amazed to know everything about what, whatever you shared. I mean, it was very uh, thoughtful, human, and I enjoyed our uh, conversation that's leading to this whole podcast. So welcome to the show, Mayank. And very quickly, um, it's a ritual here on our show, which is to get, your, get a favorite quote if you have one or something that motivates you to get out, get out of the bed every single day and go and fight a big fight out there because doing a startup is not easy. We all understand that. And so uh, what's the one thing that motivates you? Do you have a quote, anything that you can talk to us about? Yes. Uh, first of all, thank you, Joseph, for hosting me out here. Uh, it's lovely being here and talking to you. Uh, my favorite quote uh, would be, get up, show up, and never give up. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, it, yep. It's as simple as that. <laughs> right. Right. Get up. Show up Show and up. never give up. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Every day you have to get up with the same thought that uh, it's gonna, some days are going to be the best days forward. Other days would be trouble even to put your next foot forward. And that's okay. <laughs> that's right. Absolute, absolutely motivating. Yes. So a very quick question to you is how did you get this courage? Right. I mean, this, this, this whole quote is amazing, but I'm pretty sure that it has a story behind it. So can you just quickly share with us the story? behind this, well, this whole... I think uh, startups do not happen and entrepreneurship doesn't happen just by planning an idea. You mm-hmm. have to actually become an entrepreneur in your mind first before you can juggle with the ideas like what I'm going to do. So uh, I think uh, if not born with it, I had already uh, this idea that I'm going to be an entrepreneur someday, right? So mm-hmm. when that thought is clear, right? So the first thing you do is you pay off your education loan, right? True. That's what I did. <laughs> and, awesome. and the next day itself, I jumped with a new loan, right? So I took a like hefty loan, some some crore worth plus, and I wow. jumped to start my own. Wow. And I'll tell you, it was not easy. The ideas did pivot. Uh, initial days mm-hmm. were not as simple as it would look now, looking back. But uh, yes, they all uh, uh, you know led to where we are today. Hey, that's great. So uh, talking about where it led, it led to Zimio, right? So let's talk yes. a little bit about Zimio. What's the product all about? Who is it for? What does it do? And what's the problem you're solving, Mayank? Okay. So Zimio is a embedded fintech. Uh, it's, it's a SaaS fintech uh, thought in which we are offering uh, HR solutions to the SMBs at large, and not mm-hmm. just uh, in domestic, uh, but also to international customers where people use our end-to-end HR softwares, including recruitment, performance, OKRs, and something as niche uh, as even KPIs, right? Wow. And to the employees of these organizations, we then go ahead and offer them financial solutions. And that mm-hmm. is the problem we are actually solving, right? Mm-hmm. So we are a complete end-to-end 
uh, we call ourselves the human experience platform, not just an employee, because uh, employee will uh, limit the thought of, uh, of the journey in a professional career. But I'm saying even uh, for the personal life, we want to be the end-to-end -end solution to it, which means mm -hmm. right, getting, ensuring that you get your salaries on time, to get you getting, uh, you know, your performance getting measured, right, uh, all the professional attributes too, even helping you solve your day-to-day -day queries, like maybe getting uh, a micro loan to pay off your house debt, or maybe get an insurance to cover your family, and wow. lives, right? So, uh, in a way, we are like uh, the uh, one of the only uh, financial access to the employee, right? So, there might be employees True. who might not be under the umbrella of, uh, say, banking ecosystem. And mm -hmm. as you would know, let's say, uh, domestically in India, less than 3% would have access to credit, right? True. Then, then we, we become the uh, one of the only uh, uh, providers of, uh, say, credit insurance awesome. and everything under the financial solution so so that's the bigger vision but again uh it's a b2b2c solution we help the organizations as well to offer uh, the same financial products to their employees as well the employees to uh, you know take up all the uh, financial suits while uh, getting the best in-house uh, technology to work day-to-day -day life with yeah okay, that's a that's a that's a lot of stuff right length and breadth and sounds like an ecosystem so how did you actually start with this whole idea, right, Mayank? So when did it get started? Um, it sounds like you discovered a pain point somewhere, right? And how did you know it was interesting enough business, uh, you know, out there? When I say business, I'm talking about the viability of it. Uh, so what led you there? Okay, so uh, I was a microfinance banker, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So when I was, uh, so I was managing a portfolio myself of a billion dollar plus. Uh, when uh, you are managing such a big portfolio, you, you try to understand, you make cohorts, try to understand which are the segments, how do you uh, lend it out to them. And then you get to this uh, particular cohort in, in which, are, which is like the biggest, uh, uh, you know, the base, right? So for customer right. base, if you look at these SMB employees, uh, this was my cashment thought, right? So I started with a, with a more fintech inclined, uh, you know, uh, uh, the entrepreneurship journey itself. But mm -hmm. to cater to that requirement, right, to, to help that employee, we had to go through the organization. So we developed our own payroll and then uh, we, uh, to cover the breadth more, we, we came out with our HRMS and then the performance. And then eventually we went on to become a full scale HRMS catering end to end needs of an employee, right? And that's where the fintech began. Mm -hmm. uh, but during the journey also, we also learned uh, where are the missing gaps that, uh, you know, employees face. Uh, and yes, that's where the problem that we solved uh, in the journey. So what's the primary problem that, that you found was so compelling enough that you felt, hey, this is, this is amazing. I mean, so I'm just trying to like, like get to that because a lot of times, um, and the reason I'm asking this question is for young founders who, are, you know, who usually rush to you know, solve a problem, right? So I want to understand, like, how did you really validate this, this problem? And if you can share that with us, it'll be really great. Yeah, sure. So we are an amalgamation of a technology and a financial product offering to solve a particular pain point, right? Mm -hmm. To me, the pain point was the most critical element, right? I wanted to give this, uh, let's say the, the SMB employee, the complete journey, right? Not just mm -hmm. the financial aspect of it, but also the technical aspects of it that he should be able uh, to get all this at the tip of his fingers, right? Mm -hmm. if, he has a, if he has a smartphone, right? Why not give him all this at the click of a button, right? With True. that thought, right? So the pain point was that there might be a lot of financial products out there. There might be a lot of 
uh, employee experience softwares out there. True. But what are you truly solving? You are solving the employee's pain point. And, and that's where Zimio, you know, fits the pieces, right? It brings two worlds together and uh, offering a unique uh, solution that solves that particular pain point. Okay, that's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your team, right? I see that you are now uh, a large team, right? Um, but let's go back and understand like, uh, how did you build this team? A little bit about your co-founders and your team just to just to get us just for us to get get to know about I know the whole journey of building a team as well yes we call the team our tribe right so for our uh -huh. tribe uh the culture thing was very critical uh, me and Ajay my partner we come from a, a, a culture wherein we have always uh, been given the space to innovate and we, mm -hmm. we made that as a culture that we would want people who are aligned to the vision who really want to solve uh, the pain points that a SMB employee faces right not just the user journey, but also like how, how softwares were supposed to be used. Uh, and uh, Ajay and I had just kicked off like that, right? The day mm -hmm. we came in, we started building, we got uh, two of our knowns, uh, took a basement, uh, you know how the startups work typically, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yes. So two, uh, the four of us coding, uh, you know, ideating on the idea, for one complete year, we were just developing product. Right? Wow. The four of us, that later increased to like six, seven of us. Mm -hmm. One whole year, right? And, and all bootstrapped, I mean, maybe with much debt that I just told you about, right? And then when the product saw the limelight, right, we suddenly realized that uh, we were one of the better offerings for the uh, solution that we built, right? The entire HLMS. Uh, and there, though they were legacy softwares, we were competing against uh, likes of someone with a vintage of 25 years, 30 years True. In, the, in, the, in, the, in the industry. Uh, Indian SaaS is, is a very competitive space, but... Uh, in two years' time, we have now grown to become one of the biggest in the SMB HR space. Mm -hmm. uh, and all that because of our team. Uh, the team that earlier started with seven people, no recognition, even salaries were delayed. They stuck with us. The journey yep. itself is, I mean, there can be, I can literally write novels on, on the journeys we had. Every day was an experience in itself. But yes, they stuck with us. Uh, and I'm happy to tell you that uh, out of our founding team, let's say all the 15 people, mm -hmm. uh, we have got all the 15 still with us. Hey, that's, yep, that's awesome. I mean, that that's that's unheard of, right? Because startup journeys are not easy, and you know, people yes. also are not clear about what they want when they come and join. But it's amazing to see that the retention is 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 great out there. Because we we ensure that we are there for the people, right? We wanted mm -hmm. uh, the team to dream the same vision, the dream the same dream that we were dreaming, and they came in because they really wanted to solve this problem. Uh, you know, the problem that I talked about. Absolutely. So when you hire Mayank, what do you look for? I, I do understand that by this time you have processes to hire people, <laughs> but I still understand as a, as, a, as a CEO and a founder, you do have some expectations. So what is that yes. at, at the core that you expect from somebody who wants to join Zimio? Well, actually, I interview everyone who joins Zimio. Oh, right? wow. Okay. Yes. So there's a three-leg process. There's a written test, which mm -hmm. function you might be joining us. Mm -hmm. Then there will be an interview with the uh, functional head. So all mm -hmm. the functional knowledge, all the IQ stuff gets tested. The only trait I look for, uh, apart from uh, the EQ bit, is that mm -hmm. how culturally fit he is. And is he, here, is he here really to solve the problem, right? Mm -hmm. Unless he is breathing the same air, he's dreaming the same dream, it would be very hard uh, to you know work together, right? Mm -hmm. So the culture fitment, the team alignment, that is what I look for. Uh, and as I said, that... Above all, you you cannot be a great uh, 
professional unless you are a great human so that that's my filtering criteria absolutely so i i love the way you actually like you you you're hiring for culture which means that yes. this culture is also all about being customer centric right so i'm just going to quickly yes. change gears here and ask you about your customers so how many customers do you have right now presently like you say your space yes. is smb so uh, and we are over the two and a half years that uh, we have been linked with the product we mm-hmm. have over 500 customers wow wow yes that's 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 amazing right so quick question there is how did you get your first 10 customers i mean that's that's a journey you need to cross the chasm so how, how did you do that well actually uh, all of them were feet on street selling by me itself oh, wow. <laughs> i used to take appointments make the callings and actually travel uh, over to their offices uh, wait out there you know get a chance some days i wouldn't get a chance so i would come again repeatedly till i could actually crack so the first 10 customers you will be surprised to know took us more than maybe 6 months to crack but the next yep. 90 came mm-hmm. in the equal equal uh, Uh, in the equal time got it yeah, yeah, got yeah. it yep so um can you share a couple of stories in the right in the beginning that really etched in your mind saying that hey you are in the right like you know pursuit and this has been the right thing to do and there was some kind of validation a moment of epiphany uh, so to speak uh, that you felt that yes i'm in the right space doing the right thing uh, right in the early stage right well uh, there there are a lot of moments one moment i can recall actually is that we were part of an accelerator upeka uh, mm-hmm. so we were trying this uh, we were challenging ourselves on the pmf because of course hr horizontal right. hr is, is a lucrative space but there would be a lot of people and why we do fit best so we have to mm-hmm. validate that right and we were making these calls as part of our tasks so we right. made like some some 100 plus calls to our customers you know asking them you know why us why not somebody else wow and the answer we we got was was exactly the same point that i mentioned to you sometime back right that lot of people try to push their softwares to us right the technology to us you are not here True. for the technology right True. in fact we'll be told we are not even technocrats so i am a commerce by education right no, so right. if i'm here trying to uh, you know hand out a software people see merit in in what is the bigger problem that this person is trying to help us solve right and mm-hmm. i'm there to help them help their employees right mm-hmm. let me mm-hmm. help <laughs> help me help you yeah true <laughs> that yes so that that's how it went right so very quickly uh what is the biggest challenge then and the biggest challenge right now right so it, it's a whole different shift and transition early stage is very different and then the growth is very different so what is the biggest challenge right in the beginning and the challenge right now well uh, apart from the fact that from domestic market we are looking to expand international of uh, being one but the biggest the biggest challenge i would say is getting dreamers like you right people who are really passionate about solving this pain point that maybe right. uh, an employee faces right and mm-hmm. and i've i've heard uh, you know varied uh, suggestions to this but the thought is that you need to have the right empathy to actually get close to the uh, problem solving right so True. hiring True. always is a challenge for us it was back mm-hmm. then uh, and it's still today got it got it i mean it's always going to be a challenge because it's it's difficult to get somebody you know to tap into what you're trying to do right so i totally understand that um so very quick uh, question you know mayank for you you know that i have is to build this whole thing you need money and you need funding so 
how did they actually go about raising you know funds in the early stage and uh, you know what is the process like for you well uh, actually uh, we became profitable <laughs> before we raised funds right oh, so wow. one year <laughs> I, I told you, like, uh, right. we had a, a great debt. Uh, so mm-hmm. we had to make our uh, SaaS profitable mm-hmm. for the fintech to kick in, right? But mm-hmm. for lending, you need a lot of capital. So we raised the capital True. now. But mm-hmm. our SaaS business is profitable. And uh, mm-hmm. as I said, we are one of the biggest in the country in the HR uh, SME space, right? right. So our, when we decided that we wanted to raise funds, we went about pitching. We We tried to explain this concept embedded finance is now a hot thing but back then people uh, had to be told about the concept that we are trying to do are you doing SaaS are you doing a fintech where where's the match right <laughs> true, uh, true. some 284 pitches where when we finally met oh, wow. Chaudhary, who, who was a lead and mm-hmm. uh, he he saw merit in what we were building and he invested and and, and I'm telling you uh, though we had angels right and these were the angels who are great thought leaders in the fintech space Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But uh, the seed is where we could actually have money to now, as as I told you about, to run right. our benefit slash fintech business. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, that is the day till today. I mean, I think uh, funding will never be a challenge to us again. And that, right. that's what I've said. Great. So, um, which leads to my next question, which is like, are you are you likely to raise in the future? And what are the macro factors that are driving you know um, that whole whole raise? By the way. Well, the macro factor is, uh, of course, I really want to see every employee in the country have uh, access to financial products, right? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. access to credit, ac- access to insurance, they need to be uh, fundamental rights. I mean, that is my core belief. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, there are problems you can solve with technology, but then there are more problems that you can solve with money. Absolutely. So our thought <laughs> yes. of fundraisers, from uh, the current base of 100,000 employees, hundreds of thousands of employees that we are, we would want to reach to maybe some millions and tens of millions of employees and mm-hmm. really solve their, uh, you know, day-to-day problems. That's the bigger vision for what wow. we would Wow, so I think that, that's, that's, a, that's a really compelling driving, you know, thing to do, right? So I think amazing. So, uh, uh, I mean, we're going to go very quickly to the next segment, which I call call it as rapid fire rounds right so you would have seen oh. this but it's going to come like really fast and quick but just to get to know you as a person right so uh, is there any book that you're reading right now mayank that uh, that you'd like to share any any book any blog uh, okay yeah so uh, i had to set up my okrs for my performance management system so i was reading uh, measure what matters by john Doerr. but again wow. that was for my product development right right so what's your greatest learning from the book uh, well, of course, uh, the thing is that the theory is very simple, right? Uh, people go about setting up these performance management systems and, and, and everything that they think is going to help the employee. But the truth is you're not measuring anything. If you're measuring everything, you're measuring nothing. So quantify sure. some things. And that's where the concept of OKR comes in, that you actually measure what really matters, right? So you quantify everything, you set on the uh, time limits and you achieve like a winner, right? So if you have got your eyes clearly set on targets, you will achieve them indifferent, whatever, uh, you know, let's say the calamity comes or or any other True. challenges you would. True. It's going to be there even for the rainy day. So very quickly, what's that one metric that you measure at Zimio that, that really matters for you all? Well, uh, NPS. Got it. So you look at net promoter score. So if people are yes, going to like... Yes, for, for the customers. And in fact, we have an NPS for the employees too. 
which means right. how are they using the software, right? So everyone, if you're a B2B SaaS, if you're an organization that you're, you have implemented your software and if they are happy, it goes well for you. But for us, uh, we would also want to measure the end user of the software. So our, for us, the employee NPS is also a parameter. Absolutely amazing. So any CEO that you're reading or following at this point of time that who inspires you? Uh, well, I mean, there would be lots. Uh, I'm following, uh, so uh, uh, this is uh, HubSpot's uh, co-founder. Right? Dharmesh? Uh, yes, thank you. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so... I, I see his, his obsession about uh, where the final customer's story lies, right? Mm-hmm. He never talks about the technology, though he's the CTO, right? Right. Uh, but he always Absolutely. talks about what's the user journey and and you see their culture when he when he writes about the things that they do, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, that that's the top of my mind recall. Absolutely. And what's your favorite online tool right now? You know, tool or app? Oh, I mean HubSpot, indifferent. HubSpot. <laughs> we, 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 we breathe by it. Everything awesome. from customer ticketing, marketing, sales, we run it over HubSpot. Awesome. And quick rapid fire question number four coming your way is how many hours of sleep do you get every night Frank? well seven okay <laughs> great and in situation married single kids oh single right that's why <laughs> the seven hours sleep right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i mean i didn't correlate that okay that was a good data point no, actually <laughs> I started, when we started zimu i was like uh, I was getting like two, three hours of sleep and I used to be way cranky, but then I realized the, the value of sleep, right? So I ensured mm-hmm. that I at least take some hours sleep. Great. So right now, uh, I mean, where are you heading towards, right? So, I mean, I understand your vision is to see every, every single person, you know, accessing credit and, uh, it, and I love the way you actually use the word fundamental right. I mean, I mean I'm not used, I'm not seen anybody using that word as fundamental rights, access to to money um, or finances as a fundamental right. So quick question is, as a product, right, where are you heading at this point of time and what's the future like? Well, if you look at what we have tried to achieve is that we have created a, a great ecosystem for our employee and himself, right? I do not know if you know about uh, the social credit scoring or, or maybe a good citizen score yeah, mm-hmm. that happens in China, right? Mm-hmm. right? So what we are trying to uh, give or rather create is an ecosystem in which if you have been a great, uh, if you have been a great employee, if you have been running a great professional career, right? In different, which background you come from, you might be a janitor, you might be a, you know, one of the guards, security guards, mm-hmm. you should uh, get rewarded for, for your, your, you know, your behaviors, uh, your professional career journey. And, and that's the ecosystem we want to build. So there's a great data lake that we are running analytics over it. A lot of technology coming to pieces over the SaaS layering, and which, which all comes together to ensure that this uh, employee, right, gets the access to everything uh, that, you know, the same access that me and you have, Joseph, you know, some right. 20 credit card companies calling us in a day <laughs> and, and, yep. and a lot of uh, the technologies that we have access to. So let's say if you are a user on, on Zimeo, right, you can, mm-hmm. uh, you can use features like uh, Slack over a collaboration tool we have built. You can... Uh, real time talk to your teams uh, over the video chat. Uh, you can uh, give uh, pats to your team, high fives, measure performance, walk in days, and, and a lot of things that technology which was otherwise inaccessible to this segment, right? So we want mm-hmm. to be the ultimate ecosystem uh, 
player or rather the creator and and maybe uh, the uh, facilitator of this entire ecosystem which has all the pieces from technology to finance uh, to uh, customer experience element and offer it to the smb employee sorry if that went on for a monologue but hey no was- absolutely fine no so i was i was like thinking about all the checks boxes that i i have been looking at you know uh, that somebody would actually like offer it right because see when you talk about hrms what i have noticed myank is that people offer it more in terms of uh you know it's it's more like a comparative comparison narrative with a legacy software saying that we have this piece we have this piece we have this piece and it's all stitched together right but no one's actually solving for the customer so i mean that that was one interesting thing that i picked up from this conversation right so yeah. uh, it's more like hey uh, uh it, it's 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 more of we are more competitive because our pricing is low but it's not more about hey we are offering value and and i think that's what brought a smile on my face like hey all the check boxes are like getting ticked right so hey, in case if, if i miss saying this then later my team says that you you didn't promote zimio enough we are one of the most <laughs> charmers out there <laughs> absolutely okay. absolutely mike so um i have like last couple of questions so the second last question to you is um if you have to like advise something to early stage founder what would your advice be in one line or two lines okay so uh my first would be uh to make uh financial planning before jumping in right mm-hmm. which means uh, that if you are married if you have got uh, older parents to uh, take care of mm-hmm. please at least uh, get insurance have some savings so that nobody else suffers because of the journey that you have decided to go for yourself right so this i see missing for a lot of the uh, you know even mature uh, entrepreneurs who have gone through the corporate journey not realizing the caveats uh, and the the uh, uh, you know falls in the journey right so it might right. also happen right. that you might have uh, thought of a great uh, you know entrepreneurship journey for yourself but it doesn't pan out like that right and and True. there might be highs there might be lows you just have to assure that your loved ones are loved ones are taken care of the sure. second piece uh, goes back to my quote get up show up and never give up which means uh, that if you uh, have thought of a dream right nobody else will walk that journey for you so sure. uh, figure out the product market fit if you think that you are actually adding value to someone's life hmm. uh, indifferent if there's funding or not indifferent if there are people supporting your idea or not indifferent if you are alone walking towards the bigger good just keep walking just keep walking awesome and so my last question to you mayank is what's something you wish you knew when you were 20 oh uh i think i put it on spot <laughs> yes yes i was i uh i think even in 20 i knew that i'm going to start so maybe i could have saved something more for myself but then comes the contrarian view in which you know you've got yolo you only live once so you also had to spend while you were young so True. maybe i could have saved more for my uh, you know struggling days that i didn't see coming <laughs> right. and maybe i could have made more mentors right i was hmm. always hesitating to reach out to people who could actually guide me later in the journey mm-hmm. i always thought that maybe i'm too junior in the hierarchy don't think like that right so mm-hmm. if you are in 20s hearing this podcast my only thought to you is reach out to people right 
Hmm. It is okay if uh, you know people don't help, right? Not everyone uh, has got the same dream as you, right? But then you will sure. definitely meet people who are, uh, you know, who are going to help you out, who are going sure. to walk the same dream for you, and and not and it cannot be they would be walking the journey with you, but maybe yeah. they can guide you through how to walk the journey, right? So so Absolutely. just reach out to as many people you can. Absolutely, and I think you also grow mature because not everyone is going to agree with you. so you will also learn to accept different perspectives and and you know broaden yes. your yes. thinking yes. right so that often gets missed because you're so self obsessed when you're young right because you have a lot of passion raw passion and so um yeah you know, I, keep... I, I, i just add to this you're so so a lot right. of people have seen uh, you know uh, so some of my younger cousins and some of their friends also would we are dropping out of college because we are going to become an entrepreneur and and maybe <laughs> right. we are going to start up our own <laughs> yeah <laughs> So even to set up, you need to have some knowledge, right? True, so as true. you said, your self obsession should not become hindrance to your own learning curve, right? True. Learn before you start, right? You need to be deploying some knowledge, right? So first, gather that. Yep, absolutely. I mean, no two ways about it. So it was really nice chatting up with you, Mayank. I mean, um, likewise. I mean, I for me, I mean, my high moments in this whole podcast was right in the beginning, right? Like. Uh, Now get up, show up, and uh, never give up. Never give up. Okay, like like a like a warrior, like a true Spartan warrior, right? Yes. So, yes. I mean that was very resonating. Other one, what was what the other thing was resonating for me was uh, you actually picked your whole journey from a problem that you saw um, while you were with a microfinance bank, and but you went and pursued it. You really understood uh, the problem from closer quarters. You had to pivot. You know. but you understood that this is the problem and the second thing uh, second high point that i was able to pick was solving for the customer right so often times um, you solve for yourself which is good uh, okay. and uh, you also solve for people around you which is also good but again solving for customers and often times you don't know who your customer is uh, uh, but over the over the over the years you understand and you're able to narrow down and say this is my ideal customer profile and then you're able to like solve for them but i'm so happy and glad that you're able to like get that right and this really helped in your journey right the third thing was i loved the fact that you hire for culture which often times i've been people hire for talent and uh, you know culture often gets like you know uh, you know Deadline. missed out it's is taking a back yeah. seat and which can actually like be disastrous for for someone i also love the whole point that um, you know i think the culture thing again came up when you spoke about dharmesh and you spoke about what and culture is not just for for hiring culture is also for growth and also for what you do for others as well so it is it's not just internal it's also outward so exactly it, what you have is what you ooze out right so exactly and, and i'm just telling you you can't uh, as i said i mean i was i've been uh, talking about it more than uh, needed but I can't emphasize it enough that you cannot go on to create something remarkable, something legacy-like if you're not really into it, right? If you're not True. dedicated, if you're not ready to dedicate your life to that that problem, right? That you want to really solve uh, that that employs uh, pain points and maybe make someone's life better, right? Unless you have Absolutely. that greater vision, you cannot create something remarkable. Absolutely. So I was just coming to that, and and before that, it was also more about you know, uh, you in the early days like holding your sleeves, 
making those calls, going and meeting so that you got your first 100 customers, <laughs> right? I mean, it is not easy to get your first and then move to the next 90. But I mean, that's the greatest struggle for any entrepreneur. But if you make it, then yes, you know that you have hit product market fit. You understand what the customer really goes through. You understand adoption, churn, all of those things get picked, right? So it's, it's amazing. But I think the greatest thing that really touched me very deep was uh, your vision and your passion to, to, you know, to help people access credit, um, those who don't have a credit score yet. So I think that is amazing because oftentimes um, like we solve because we think technology can solve problems. And I love the way you said technology and finance can solve problems. I think that really like was, was a highlight for me, a, you know, a, a, a primary key uh, in a moment if I had to look back in this whole you know, podcast journey that I had with you because it really resonated deep with me because there's this raw passion which still is there in you, right? And it's still burning. And then, so that, that is amazing to see because um, that's what drives you. And I think it can, it's, a, it's going to be a full circle going back to your quote. I think that's what makes you like, like, you know, <laughs> get up, show up and never give up, right? So yes. it's really nice talking to you, Mike. You really I got mean, the hang of it. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it, it's nice to be talking to people who are really passionate. I mean, it, it, it's so... Uh, contagious and I think I, I, I'm like so pumped up you know as I end my day here so amazing to have this chat with me with you Mayank so looking forward to staying in touch and all the sure, best so, for... and likewise to getting hosted by you the energy was resonating as equal yeah. absolutely Love <laughs> lovely lovely so all the best for the journey ahead at Zimio and looking forward to you know staying connected likewise we stay connected Joseph have a great evening you too bye-bye that's all for today, folks. Thank you for tuning into the SaaS Universe podcast. And remember, if you're looking for non-dilutive capital to help grow your business, Efficient Capital Labs is here to help. With their unique approach, you can receive up to 75% of your projected revenue as upfront capital and all within just three days. So don't wait. Head to www.ecaplabs.com to learn more and get started today. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time on the show.